This is the Tribune Audio Network. This is the Backstory Podcast. I'm Larry Potash. On this show, we uncover the backstory behind some of the most intriguing tales in history, culture, science, and religion. In this episode, roller skating saw a resurgence during COVID because it's a fun way to get outside. Over the years, roller skating has come and gone, and it has evolved into a culture all its own. This is the Backstory. The four wheels on the floor symbolize the many aspects of roller skating that keep luring us back. Exercise. I like roller skating because it keeps you moving and you gotta move. Transportation. It's a real adrenaline buzz. It's just speed and you're in your own little world. Individual expression. It's a certain type of feeling of a freedom and at least all your tension. And yes, even romance. I was skating, she was skating, and I asked her to go out on a date, and we held hands again, and the rest is history. Wheels on shoes are used to imitate ice skating on the stage in 1743. In the 1860s, quad skates are marketed as something Victorian men and women can do together. And ever since, generations have found romance in the roller rink. I met my husband at a roller rink. I was on a speed team. He was on the speed team. And he caught you. (laughs) (laughs) Rowena and Jack. They meet as kids on the rink. When we were around nine, ten years old, she was my first dance partner. And I thought, wow, she's, she's really cute. We'd see each other now and then. And then I was at a skating session and he showed up and he asked me out and the rest is history. Their first date, roller skate. They're skating champions too and marry in 1974. Their two boys also skate. It's a family sport. I think you've got to fall in love with skating just like you fall in love with people. They skate at the Fleetwood Roller Rink. Sure, there have been updates over the years, but you can still sense the rink of 1957. Places like Fleetwood are disappearing. Through history, developers target these big properties for more lucrative real estate investments. Ramona Pouncey and her husband Curtis saved the rink on Chicago's south side. It's now the last black-owned roller rink in Illinois. Why did you want to own a skating (laughs) rink? You you bought this place. You saved this place. Mm -hmm. Why? Well... If you had asked me, five, told me five years ago that my husband and I would own a skating rink, we would have done like this. Are you kidding me? But we saw the importance of the skating rink and it would be gone. It's very important for us to pass that culture and that style of skating down to the next generation to keep it going. We can't lose it. A lot of times people say, skating has, roller skating has saved my life. <laughs> 
Darius Stroud goes by D. Breeze on the rink. For Darius, a hobby turns into a passion that in this community can be a lifeline. If you give this to a kid and he falls in love with it, it will now be the most influential factor in his life. And it will remove that kid from a lot of the neighborhood issues, a lot of the neighborhood elements, because now they find a safe haven here. So it's school, home, and skating. Chicago is the home of a style called JB skating, which dates back decades but has spread around the world. JB stands for James Brown. That James Brown type funk, but now on wheels. And it's always seemed like it was something underground. It never seems like it's something public. You know, it seemed like it's a hidden secret. What starts as a fad turns into a cultural movement. We don't just kick and move, it's a culture. We start to understand that the music actually changes elements. Your perception of music changes because the range, you start to learn that there's things you celebrate in the music. Like Dee Breeze, Tom Russo is also a rink rat. He's the author of a book by that name that looks at the backstory of roller skating. He says public roller rinks get off to a rough start in the early days. Roller skating is considered deviant. Since 1900, roller skating had gotten this slum uh, sport image. Uh, it would become the juvenile detention centers where kids went and there would be roughnecks and nice people did not go there to skate. And so they wanted to change that image. Roller rinks band together into a professional association to establish safety rules, dress codes, skating guards. It leads roller skating to the golden years during World War II. Researching his book inspires Tom to lace up the skates after a long hiatus. I was running off the floor into the walls to stop. I mean, you know, you just, that's what happens. And, but it, it all came back. Luring adults like Tom and families is key to roller skating survival. Rinks can't just rely on birthday parties to pay the mortgage. Parents have to get involved. You gotta bring your kids. You gotta take them, stay with them, do it with them, make those memories. There are fewer rinks out there today, but they still draw rink rats like Dee Breeze and Rowena and Jack Countryman. They may come from different cultures with different music, but they share the same passion to forget your troubles while feeling the wind and the rhythm. The skate floor is the way to escape everything. You get out here, it's nothing but you. Full freedom, expression, it's just paradise. Thanks for listening to Backstory. If you liked what you heard, please take a minute to subscribe to our podcast or leave a review. 
To watch our full coverage of this story and see some that didn't make it to the podcast, visit us online at WGNTV.com slash backstory. This has been a production of the Tribune Audio Network.